Back here on Darren, Donick, and Chase live at Pete and Terry's Tavern in lieu of tonight's game. Second to last game of the month of October. Tonight it'll be the Blackhawks. I'll have pregame for you starting at 6. Puck drop with Pete and Hal at 7. And everything heard right here on ESPN 1025, the game. The general manager, David Poyle, has walked into the tavern. And I said to him before he sat down, you must feel like your day is done. <clears throat> I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do this afternoon. <laughs> Probably take a nap. It was a, uh, a great day for the Predators. Obviously a great day for Roman Yossi. A uh, uh, real important signing for us. I always felt that it was going to happen. I always felt that Roman wanted to, to be here. We wanted him here. All those things. Having said that, it, you know, it, like uh, things don't always go according to the plan in terms of, you know, my exact timetable versus maybe somebody else's and anyway we finally got it done and i'm really happy for uh everybody our fans uh roman ourselves our owners i, I just feel it's a really important signing for our team we played the press conference live so why david was it why, why did you feel it was time to pick up the phone call his agent and tell him let's all right let's we're gonna make a deal today why, why was it time then well, we've had numerous conversations. I mean, actually, very, very regular conversations, and we've, we've sort of been all all around it for uh, you know a fair fair bit of bit of time. But there was other you know situations that we didn't quite quite ag- agree upon. And then we, uh, you know, Brian and I met uh, Roman in Arizona. We had a good conversation. You know, some about the contract, but more about our team philosophy and where we fit in and wh- what I thought what it, I thought things looked like going forward and his role, all those types of things. And um, pretty pretty well, uh, you know, it's one thing talking to the agents, which we do, you know, 99% of the, the, the time. But I think it was important that Roman knew what, what I felt and felt of him and his importance to our team and all that going forward. And even though that was not <coughs> attached to a dollar figure, I think it uh, it, it, it presented some clarification to, uh, to, to both of us. And then we had a couple, you know, conversations with his agents, agents, and we're still off a little bit in terms of what everybody wanted to do. And um, after that, we, it was kind of a timeout for a couple of days. I really felt I knew what it was going to to take. We had something that we wanted, they had something that they wanted, that type of thing. And just uh, when I called yesterday, I just said I'm calling to make a deal, and I made the proposal. And they said that they would get back to me with something, and they did. And we just came to an agreement. So it's all good. So his fast start didn't speed up the process, or Canada well, writing a lot of articles about this speed up the process? Well, as I as I said at the press conference, uh, uh, you know, just as I told his agent yesterday, not so you don't think I'm a, a front runner, so to speak, or, or call when all is all is bad, or someone we've lost a game. I mean, I called after uh, Roman played his best game of the season was a star of the game, a goal and two assists, and then he's named the second star of the week by the NHL. I said. I'm coming to you where you got all, all, the, all the cards, and there was a little bit of a laugh. But yeah. uh, we've been talking so much. And, uh, again, these deals never get done. I mean, you know, we can talk all serious about it. They don't get done if the player doesn't want to be here. And the, the good news was that Roman always wanted to be, be here. We wanted him, and that's how it gets done. I guess you could talk somebody into something by over overpaying them, or I, I guess that's probably the only only way but i mean we got such a good thing going here in, in nashville right now and to me it's the the total package and we talked to roman about this talked to his agents about this it's the money for sure but it's also 
Nashville, Tennessee. It's our organization. <clears throat> it's the winning that we've done pretty consistently in the last few years. It's uh, the weather here. It's the no state taxes. It's the friendliness of the, the people. I mean, it is the total package. I mean, um, yeah, I, there's some great cities in the United States, and then also they also play hockey, so I'm not <clears throat> trying to say that we're the only city that would be a good city to play in, but we are certainly at the top of the list, and if you're happy here um, and comfortable here, I don't think there's any reason to, to, to move. And, you know, that's really been our mantra, you know, going back specifically to the Shea Weber, Suter, Suter time when they – they left new ownership coming in and the kind of a I almost a pact that uh, we would do everything we can to you know not not lose a player that we wanted to sign and uh, you know knock on wood I mean, we haven't lost a player that we wanted since that time with some of what you just said is that meeting in Arizona is the purpose to kind of give you a little peace of mind or let you know what the real lay of the land is if he doesn't give you the answers you're looking for and he's him and Han or you know, when it goes where he's telling you he wants to be here, he loves this, that gives you the peace of mind? Well, I think it was just getting probably a little stale with the agents and, okay. and us saying that approximately the same things back and back and forth. And, uh, uh, you know, the agents can, they can say, don't don't talk to my client, or sometimes the client won't want to talk to you. But, you know, Roman was always easy to approach, easy to talk to. And, I mean, I think it was a smart move on his part because it certainly gave me uh, added uh, spark, if you will, to let's keep pushing on this to get this done. Was it important for you and the organization to make him the highest paid predator ever because of how you feel about him and what he brings to the table? It was more important to Roman. Well, <laughs> <laughs> good point. Touche. Well, you know, you know, what we wanted to do is to pay Roman as much as we could pay him without hurting our, our team going forward. I think that probably in one sentence is probably the best way I could uh, uh, I could say it you know we could play that game if if you want that uh, like let's say he doesn't sign here and now he's an unrestricted free agent and he can go anywhere he wants what's he going to get next year um, you know now that it's all said and done I, I would say he's going to get could have gotten a lot more than uh, than what we, we paid him but again it's not all the money and this goes back to the whole package deal with with Nashville all, all the good things I I said, and if you're happy here, I mean, we've had situations where the, you know, where where people thought the grass was greener somewhere else, and um, you know, it's 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 not always, and I, I know for sure it's not because I've <clears throat> I've been a manager for so long, I've dealt uh, in other cities and with other situations, and I don't want to you know go too far here, but I think one of those cases was like a Martin Erat, who uh, just got frustrated at one one point with either his play or our team's play, and. And asked to be, you know, traded. Try to talk him from doing that. And I said it was the wrong thing to do, and you know, you'd be much better off here. But he wanted to do that. I think if you were able to talk to Martin E. right now, he would realize that was a bad move for his career. Let me clarify. It I, turned out all right, though. For the it, well, it turned out <laughs> turned out great. Somebody <laughs> named Philip. I want to clarify it currently because I know previous CBA there was a deal that was bigger. So I just just to, currently the highest paid player. So that's that's where I was going with that. So I was I'm mad at Adam a little bit because I told these guys I noticed the nine point zero five nine and I was saving it to talk to you and then Adam blew it by asking you in the press conference <laughs> that we were airing. So that wasn't a coincidence that number, right? Well, there's there's a little bit of symmetry there as uh, Roman pointed out. His birth year is ninety and his number is fifty nine. I mean, I mean, why can't we have a little bit of fun along the <laughs> along the way here? So. Uh, it, uh, 
I think it really resonated with them when the offer was 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 made. I mean, you know, could, could it be this much higher, or that much lower? I don't think that's the point at that time. And I think I think even even that offer probably was in that that specific number probably. It, it resonated such that it was a stimulus to get the deal done. David Boyle is with us, Predators general manager. And David, uh, it, it's such an interesting process that you go through and you think about and you read all these people that are trying to analyze it. And you just went through this summer with all those restricted free agents, which kind of changed the market, right? And, and it's kind of set things in a, in, on a different course. But at the same time, one of the things that I have to believe is in your mind too is, you have to be confident that at Roman's age that he will age well and you're not paying him for what he has done but what he is still going to do uh, for, for the team going forward. Yeah, and that's not a uh, easy thing to, to do. I mean, none of us are experts on uh, genetics other than I, I kept saying, are you, uh, you are related to Roger Federer, correct? Right. <laughs> so, uh, again, you, you, know, you, you make certain bets on certain people i mean roman's lifestyle roman's body type uh, his efficiency of his of his game but having said that eight years and it's actually nine years because yeah. he signed this year and it's eight more kicks years so ta- year. yeah. takes him to age 38 and again we've done all the regression things we've done how many guys are 35 and older playing in the league and there's only seven or eight defensemen that are 35 or older that are playing the league so honestly we don't know that answer but if if we're going to bet on somebody you know roman you know, feels like the right guy to, to bet on that in so many so many ways. But uh, right now, I love his game. He's, there's nobody in the league. Uh, he and Ryan Ellis arguably could be the two best defensemen in the league right now, the way they're playing. The, the other thing that, that came out, and you discussed it at the press conference, was you, you have been very reticent to give out no movement clauses, but he is just, I guess, that special of a player, and, and he's a guy that you're willing to do that for, and it's a, and it's a rare exception. Right, and uh, I, I call it unique. I mean, he's going to stay here for the rest of his career. Um, you know, again, this is something, you know, talking to ownership and this all, again, started with the, the Suter-Weber, you know, situation, and um, uh, it, this certainly will not be a, be a trend, and uh, he's he, he, he deserves it. It, it makes, makes sense, but it's, it's, a, it's a one-off. Um, and again, you go back to the, just, just how this last six months have gone. If P.K. Subban has a no-trade no clause in his contract, then we probably don't get Duchesne. We probably aren't in a position to correctly um, to sign Roman Yossi. So, you know, you're this close to, to doing exactly what you want, and you're... you're you're that close from not having it uh, everything falling apart so to speak so it's important so uh, uh, again the, the no trade is uh, is for Roman and not for others and as you sort of pointed out I could even sense I mean you're, you're still thinking about the puzzle going forward the, this team for now is is set for the time being you'll address it as it goes but you're all, you have, you've always thought two, three years ahead, haven't you? Yeah, I think that's what a manager's responsibility is. I mean, you, you live for the, the day, but you plan for the future all all the time. And, it was, it, and you're exactly right. Like It's it's like you, you check this off the box, and 
I'm thinking, okay, like, like, like that last night, this would be a good night's sleep, but no, absolutely not, because I'm <laughs> thinking of the, you know, what this does and, you know, what Roman's dollars do, what we have available, and, you know, for, say, the trading deadline this year or, you know, for, for next year and who we can sign, who we can't, and already thinking, okay, who's going to be a free agent and you know, lots of stuff <laughs> like that. So it's, <laughs> that's just the job. We just always, the poils are planners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you have that and you have the now where the team has played. And as you mentioned, that was a classic Roman Yossi game on, on Saturday. He just sort of lifted the team up, generated enough offense, got it done even without two superstar players that I guess are getting closer. It looks like the, I mean, they didn't skate this morning, but based on practice, if if they don't play tonight, they're they're getting much much closer. Forsberg and Duchesne. Yeah, I think they're they're real close. Uh, I guess Duchesne is a, a game time decision, but I feel like he, he's he's close to playing tonight. And you know, Forsberg. I mean, Thursday or Saturday, so we're going to be healthy pretty soon here. David Poyle, Predators general manager, is here with us, and you brought up in the press conference about the Norris Trophy that Roman, you know, you feel like he he could definitely win the Norris, and and I I go back and think about Shea Weber when he was here. And he was a finalist. He was very, very close. And the year that one of the years that Lidstrom won it, kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe that could have gone right. Shea's way. Do you feel like that this organization is in a better position now with Pekka winning the Vesna a few years ago and now Roman being an annual contender for the Norris that those individual trophies can come here just because of the team? Yeah, absolutely. The better better teams seem to get the recognition. We've been one of the better teams. Roman has been in the – like the top 10 voting probably the last uh, five seasons. So he's been in and around it and what have you. And there's, uh, you know, some guys that has some exceptional seasons. For example, right now you've got somebody like a John Carlson who's got, uh, you know, 20 points. Roman's got 13 points, and that's a, a record for <laughs> yeah. him. Carlson's got 20 points. So, but it's an 82-game s- season. So, uh, again, right now, to me, Roman is – in the top two or three defensemen in the league if, if there was voting right now for the for the Norris Trophy. So um, I, I really think he's got a chance, and a lot of it probably has to do with how your team plays too. If we if our team continues to play well and he continues to lead us, I think that will sway more people to, to give, giving him a little bit more recognition. You've done a lot of these negotiations over the years, you know, throughout your career, not only here but in Washington, but before that, and you've always had assistant GMs to, to help you along, but – how special is it for you to be able to sit by your son, Brian, and be able to do these type things now? Well, it's 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 great because uh, you know even as though it's father and son, I mean we, we we actually think a lot lot differently. I mean he'd be the first to to tell you that in terms of approaches and how he does different things. And um, again, this was uh, my my intention is to to uh, have Brian, who's been doing almost all the contracts to continue that i was actually thinking that last night is that that's it for me i'm not doing any, any, any anymore but i i get it that you know sometimes there there has to be a, a time and a place and that's not trying to to be uh, disrespectful or to, to trump uh, brian but i think it happens within any organization that there's a you know a time and a place but i'm very comfortable with uh, with him doing that i mean i've I think I've taught him as much as I know, and my style is my style, and he clearly has a different style and a different way of going about things. And, uh, um, you know, again, it's probably, you know, it's younger, younger mind, uh, more, more red and, uh, on negotiations and stuff like that. So uh, it's, been, it's, been, it's been fun, but uh, he, can, he can take over <laughs> from that aspect as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> You alluded to this uh, a little bit earlier with the future and kind of thinking about things like that. But with this done in October, 
does it allow you now to to focus more on this year's team and doing the tweaks that you need to do to to help get this team on a deep run well in just talking to jeff kelty this morning just uh uh, on this is just now here's here's a few things i'd like to you know talk about as far as what I, how as i see our team today and what having this is what i'd like our pro scouts to be uh looking at and you know maybe we should have a call at the end of the week type of thing and um it, you know i don't think there's anything immediate that i want to do or need to do i think our team is still we only play 10 or 11 games it's still new season and we got to uh we got to just have more games under our belt or what have you, but I want to be open for any opportunity. So it's again, it's probably just normal, you know, what how I'm acting or what I want to do. But the good news is, is I'm, we're not sitting here, at, uh, you know, with a, a bad record and lots of lots of guys that we're not happy with. I'm happy f- for the most part with our team, with our individuals. Uh, our our team has a real good swagger about it right now. They they play confident. We've, you know, we've come back. I believe four. T- four times three for wins one for another point i mean on the and that's just uh, after the trailing in the second period yeah, yeah. there's been other like, comebacks earlier in the like game. that's yeah. the, i mean again if you're a positive person that's great optimism i guess the flip side of that is to say that uh, geez what have we been doing in the first part of the game like <laughs> like again we've only got i think seven goals in the first period you'd like to be better there but we're we're by far and away the the, the best offensive team in the third period so there's lots of good things i mean Every show I did with you guys or any interview I did last year was the power play is no good and this and that's no good. And it was the same thing all the time. Well, now now our power play is in the top half of the, the league. And, I mean, that's that's fantastic improvement. Our, 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 our offense, which was not elite, is now at the top of the uh, league at first start. So there's a lot of good things that, to be positive about the Predators. But as Roman said in his part of the press conference, there's things that we have to work on. And I know the coaches aren't perfectly happy with different aspects of our game but all in all it's a good start well we're happy that everything got done today i'm sorry that it affected you going to elton john last night <laughs> <laughs> you had to worry about today That's i can right. tell you it was a really good show yeah i'm not going to rub it in but you know it was a good show but hey it's all behind you now well there'll be another farewell tour <laughs> <laughs> we, we have usually is with those yeah, i was gonna say yeah. it never really is the last farewell tour usually <laughs> David, thanks for doing this. Uh, good job, and um, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you tonight as well. Yes. Predators and Blackhawks this evening. David Poyle every week, presented by Gary Force Acura and Cool Springs Wines and Spirits. We'll come back. More of Darren Donick and Chase on the other side. ESPN 1025, the game.